0: My, my I won't put this on him because I, I, I know he tried. He, he wanted to come uh, this morning to try to do something, you know, live. And in the house, but I was knocked out. And by the time I even woke up to see that he had a text message, I was, um, I'm being really distracted right now. I wish I could tell y'all what I'm looking at right now, but it's gotta, it's gotta be the old lady, you know. My uh, she says hello in in a, a very um, grown and sexy way. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Meet me at the
1: altar <laughs> in your address.
0: Oh, so, wow. Um, I don't think it's a white dress we talked about right now. Oh,
1: there's a meeting in
0: my <laughs> so.
2: bedroom.
0: Oh, man. But hey, let's just get into this election. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let, let's talk about something. Honestly, I told myself that I wasn't even going to um, focus so much on this political shit. But I, you, you just can't help it. You just can't help it because like the, the drama gets juicier. And just, like, it gets crazier by the day.
2: I'm so, loving it.
0: Like, I honestly, loving it. I am too. And it's taking everything in me to not turn into, like, a political commentator and just make right. political videos. But I'm just going to have to because there there was some topics and stuff I want to make a couple videos on. But I was like, you know what? I'll wait till the weekend. But now I feel like if I make them, I'm too late because yeah. there's been so much other stuff that has happened since yeah. last week. Yeah. And it's like – I was going to sit down. I wanted to talk about um, or bring up, you know, Candace Owens going all crazy about the dude wearing the dress in the magazine and the whole masculinity thing. But it's like, man, I ain't got to talk about that now. That was a week ago. That's old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's like.
2: We had um, to discuss that. That's already over in that with.
0: So I'm like, it's, it's crazy. All right. So for those who have been living under a rock and don't know what we're talking about. Oh, first and foremost, uh, welcome to another episode of Talk My Credo podcast. It's your boy, Dante Credo, with this uh, b- brother from another mother. Literally yes, grew up together. Craig Mack in the building.
2: Uh, What's going on now?
0: All the way hella from the... What, what is Oklahoma called? Is that the... the
2: yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting term. The term Oklahoma is actually a Chickasaw term for mm-hmm. the land of the red people.
0: Land of the Red People. That's what Oklahoma means. All right. So but I guess that makes sense that now that you're there. Cause you you are a little uh little orangish. You have a little <laughs> reddish hue about you. <laughs> so uh so Helen from the land of the red people. Craig Mack is with us. Uh there would be a third, Big E, but he currently is on the road driving back home with his family. So wish him safe travels. But um yeah, so for those who've been living under a rock, we, there's been um, quite the drama going on, going on with the presidential election, 2020. Um, as we know right now, Biden is the president-elect. Um, unless there, there's like a murdering spree or something, and this is no wishful thinking of any sort. Um, president or Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. He will be president 46. And, uh, but 45 and his crew has something to say about it. He's been going around saying that, nah, these, these motherfuckers are cheating. They done, they done stole the election. They're cheating. And we got the proof. And, uh, they got lawyers and all types of people. They got the son, uh, Donald Trump Jr they coming up with all these different theories and um, allegations and conspiracy theories and the allegation just gets juicier and deeper by the day. So where do we start from there? Like, uh, let's start with reality. Let's start with, okay. Yes. Let's start with the facts. All right, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: So here's the thing about democracy when it when it works it should be unpredictable
0: mm-hmm.
2: as as a patriot uh-huh. i understand that sometimes elections don't go the way you want them to go right the person you want in a, in the office doesn't always get in office that to me is the system working especially when it changes it swings mm-hmm. it moves cuz what people want it changes. It does. Right. So to me, the election did exactly what it was supposed to do when the masses come out and vote. Right. Um, only for, what I, for my count, 776 million people came to vote for Donald Trump, which is a large number for the Republican Party. Yes. But the Democratic Party came out almost 100 million. So these were record numbers. As far as voting goes for both parties, but there's almost a thirty million vote count difference. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of how democracy works. <laughs> you get
0: a vote one one person one vote. Yeah, so <laughs> so this is the reality. So in the reality, I'm I'm trying to look up some numbers there. So just just so y'all can understand just how historical this year has been. Uh, but honestly, and because of that, I have to give my props and give props to Donald Trump because he's been such an asshole that he's right. just he he's, he's just, made people come out. Moving. Yeah, he made people pay attention to the political yeah. system, because honestly, that's kind of why we're here. And uh, he made people pay attention, because when you see the things that happens, when you see as far as you know how people are responding how people are acting and you know you you felt like you had to do something like you had right. to participate because you know all in all for the most part yeah we'll have our opinions and we'll be like yeah you know this guy's I right, but nah, this guy ain't shit and blah 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 but for the right. most part I ain't going to vote I gotta work in the morning so right. it was like but now it was like nah let me go ahead and see what's going on and and figure out who's who, what they talking about. Cause I don't, I don't like the climate that's going on. And, right. you know, and Donald Trump is the reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> so he made people come out in record numbers and I'm trying to just see, um, you trying that's to shoot light. some numbers, some numbers there. Um, but one thing can definitely be said that more Americans voted in 2020 and voted by mail, you know, de- dealing with the coronavirus and the pandemic, which is, I'm saying that for a reason, but more people in 2020 voted than any other election in U.S. history. In Dude. the history of the country, no people, you know, no one has voted in any election more than we have in this election here. And I got to give props to Donald Trump for that. So the reason I have mentioned the mail-in ballot, the mail-in ballot is the... Is the core of them saying, you know, we're fraud, 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 uh, because they said, you know, first of all, they believe that the pandemic, you know, COVID nineteen is is fake, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they say, well, you know, it's it's not real, uh, blah 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 blah. You know, you hear the tapes and recordings of Donald Trump downplaying it because you know he didn't want the people to panic. But they continued to mock it and act like it wasn't real, which I believe as of a few days ago, Donald Trump Jr. has COVID-19. He tested positive for COVID-19, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Trump had it for a minute. Yep, and he had it. And then yeah. they took some secret Area 51 medication, and now, you know, he rose again in three days like he was Jesus. But uh, Lazarus. <laughs> yep. They rolled the stone away. That nigga rose, But... <laughs> So he, uh, but they criticized the mail-in ballots. But Donald Trump, here's where he messed up. He messed up because he told people to show up, to, to not uh, mail-in ballot, to not do it, show up to the polls. And right. the Democrats was like, you know, be safe. We can do mail-in ballots and you can mail your vote in, get your voice heard and still be safe. And Donald Trump, for whatever reason, did not account for people showing up in record numbers via mail-in ballot uh, because he tried to spin the narrative that, you know, well, there's people that can be, you know, fraudulent votes, uh, people won't be honest, um, and, you know, there's just fraud. They're trying to steal the election. So he was saying this months before the election day actually occurred. Um, Because he knew. mm -hmm. He knew
2: that if the Democratic people put in melon ballots, uh-huh. he's not going to get as many votes. Right. So yep. this, was, this, was, this was game plan. This was... It, it was. It, it I can't was. do anything about the people that show up and vote, but I might have a chance to suppress those melon ballots. So that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. is voter suppression. Yep. And,
0: and the, that was the, the game plan that I saw because I work at the Postal service. And so all of a sudden, um, you know, at USPS, we get all these changes to where the mail just comes to a grinding halt. Like, there's hardly nothing for us to do. We're just sitting around twiddling our thumbs and whatever does come, it's, it's really, really, really light. Right. Um, and so we knew, we got a new Postmaster General And I don't get, he's a a dumbass because he doesn't know one thing about the postal service at all. At all. Um, I remember they had a a press conference, uh, not a press conference, but like a hearing. Uh, I think you, think it was the Supreme court or somewhere. And they they were asking him simple questions. Like how much is the price of a a postage stamp? He was like, I have no idea. Like, but you're the postmaster general. So, okay. But, um, so then they implement all of these changes and stuff that even further slows the mail. And so now Donald Trump is attacking the, the postal service, talking about, you know, oh, we found 40000 ballots in the river. That's not true. That was yeah. false. That was a lie. But, right. you know, whatever Donald Trump says, his cult and uh, his worshipers, they're going to catch it and it's going to spread like wildfire. And the bootlickers and the coons and Uncle Tom's, they're going to dance right. to the tune as well. Right. Uh, but all that being said, fast forward, people mailed in ballots in record numbers. And here we are. So now they've been screaming and ranting and going on, talking about they cheated, they cheated, they cheated. Donald Trump won't concede. He won't make this an easy transition. But, you know, are you really surprised, though? Like You know what? To be honest with you, I, I,
2: I am a little surprised. It, it mm-hmm. surprised me that the voting system is what gave you power. Right. Right. So if it can give it to you, it can take it away. You can take it away. I've never heard of any president. I don't care how far back you go in history being defiant to the will of the people. Right. That's just my thing. The will of the people. Mm -hmm. When did did that stop being a part of the political
0: system? What? I, I just find it funny. Because when he won in 2016, you know, he didn't win the, the popular vote. Hillary right. won the popular vote, but right. um, he won the, enough electoral votes to, to be uh, elected president. as president. Right. But in this one, he lost, and he lost big. Even though he had a record turnout, he lost big. Right. As, as many people that voted for him, that many more, and then some voted right. for Biden. And a lot of people, honestly, and I, I will include myself among them, I necessarily don't like Joe Biden as far right. as, you know, the I'm not a, a big fan of him at all, especially of his history when it comes right. to his political career uh, in America and what he's done and implemented and pushed through that affected black people in the black community. No, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden at all, but I understand I, I, I can't deal with four more years of 45 yeah, and, and dealing with his people and dealing with that rhetoric and dealing with that dog whistling. I just couldn't right. do it. And then it's like, so now that I'm more aware of what's going on, then yeah, you, you damn right. When it comes to the democratic party, nah, I'm going to have both files on y'all. And yeah. when it comes to uh, y'all saying what y'all going to say and doing what y'all say you was going to do. Yeah. I'm going to need to see all that come through all of that come through because uh, understand you were the epitome of the lesser of two evils, but you're still evil nonetheless. Of Um, course. And,
2: and, and, and I agree with you 100%. We need to hold Joe Biden and vice president Kamala Harris to the fire. We didn't elect you because we were, we thought you were the greater good. Mm -mm. We elected you because we thought if nobody else, we're going to select who we think we can hold accountable. Right. I don't feel like we could hold Donald Trump accountable. Nope. Um, and when you get to that point, it's time to make some changes. Yep. Uh, and that's what I think the American people did. Uh, I would like to commend uh, Hillary Clinton, because when she lost, she took it with grace yep. and dignity. Even though she had the popular vote, mm-hmm. she took it with grace and dignity. If I was a Republican, which... At my core, I am. But we're not dealing with Republicans. Right. We're dealing with people that have integrated or have infiltrated the Republican Party and have gained power. There is nothing about Donald Trump that tells me he's Republican or conservative. Right. He doesn't have any of their ideals. He doesn't share any of their thought processes. He just happened to get power. And what makes me angry about the Republican Party, especially at the top of the Senate positions, mm-hmm. they just get in the rank and foul. He yeah. has the power. Therefore, they, they get in line. I, so.
0: I, I think the the thing that really pissed me off about the Republican Party, and that's why I agree. And honestly, if if I'm just being honest, I, I was black people. I say I say this before. I've said it off air and in um, episodes that we recorded that I did not actually record. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think black people are more naturally conservative, right? Like, just especially you know, uh, descendants of slaves in this country in America, we're more naturally conservative, mainly right. because we want the government to leave us the hell alone,
2: alone, right? Like, and, and not like be tyrannical,
0: right? Uh, allow us to just do what we need to do. Give us what what we need, or well, it's not even what we need. Give us what we deserve. I and mean, right. you know we we'll handle our own. We'll do our own thing. Right. Uh, just don't just don't impede our progress. Right. So it's like, and that's been the the issue that we've been having, or why most black people are Democrat. Because yeah, we want to be left alone. And our reasons for our conservatism is not the same reason for You know, a white conservative. Uh right. Yeah. We, we don't like big government because big government has been fucking with us for centuries.
2: Right, right. It, that's, that's why it, we don't like big government.
0: So normally, look. when
2: the bigger the government, the blacks and the browns and the poor are who they attack. So mm-hmm. if you're black, brown, and poor, that's a triple threat. Yep, and you're then more and, and to be it's, targeted.
0: And if it's their structure to keep black and brown people poor, then right. you know those stigmas. It, it almost becomes synonymous. When you say poor, right. you're going to think black. When you think right. black, you're going to think poor. The poor. Right. And and so you have these people who you know, even though we're more naturally conservative, as I mentioned before, uh, I believe it's just we don't have a choice, at least we feel like it, because people on that side just seems to just blindly follow along right. with something. I'm not, I'm not going to say everybody. Of course, there's always exception to the rule, but it doesn't mean that the rule is invalidated. A lot of times, uh, and even now, through these last four years under the reign of 45. You just had a lot of people just follow along and kiss a lot of ass. Like, of course. Like, and that's all it was. And I, I, I think in the last four years, if you go back and look, and I may look it up, or, or I, I, but I'm pretty confident in saying this, that I think Trump has hired and fired more people in his uh, administration in the last four years. And I think in any president has had it in the history of of our country. No, just it was such a revolving door. Come in here, if you don't kiss my ass and do what I want to do, then I'm letting you go. If you question me, then I'm gonna let you go, and then I'm gonna disparage and smear you, run a smear campaign against you all throughout the media, um, and just classic narcissist shit. Like well, I
2: got some numbers for you. What's up? So under Obama's presidency Mm -hmm. i tell you what under obama's presidency carter's presidency and clinton presidency this is the number of people that were hired directly by the president and indicted on criminal charges just for those three presidents alone you ready for this number
0: what's up what is it three
2: wow (laughs) three one under carter and two under clinton guess how many under obama
0: I'm, I'm going to say zero. Zero. That's right. The <laughs> man
2: was flawless. Zero. His characterization of his people was flawless. Now, let's just go to Trump. I don't want to talk about Nixon. I don't want to talk about Reagan. Uh-huh. Just under Trump alone, I want you to guess the number of indictments, criminal indictments. Now, let me make sure you understand. To get a criminal indictment, you have to have sufficient evidence to even cause an indictment to trigger, mm-hmm. all right. So you can't just say, "I think he did." No, no. You have to have evidence to trigger an indictment, right? Give me a number.
0: Ah, uh, that's crazy. I even got to think of a number for something just like a that. Number,
2: just a number. Just
0: a number. I'm gonna say twenty.
2: Okay, that's a good guess, but it's horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. Wow. Two hundred and fifteen criminal indictments under the the
0: trump administration 215 wow that's crazy so i guess that would make sense as to why they're fighting so much and trying to you know stall out for so long because some people may be going to jail once once january 20 uh come and go yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh, gonna be a new sheriff. Now, now isn't now isn't it ironic that you know for the last four years we've been screaming we've been hearing them scream uh, towards Hillary to lock her up over these emails and shit. Yeah. Two hundred
2: and fifteen. Two hundred
0: and
2: fifteen. It doesn't even. It's not even. It's not even a comparison. Mm. You have to have two things that are alike to compare. These are not comparable. We are not talking apples. And oranges. We are talking elephants and tangerines. Wow, these things are not alike. And what I don't understand is how can Republicans stand by this type of action and say nothing about
0: it? Nothing about it. But then, but then they they ride to the death. But then, well, they say nothing about it until they get fired and smeared, and then yeah. and then they come out with a tell-all book. Yeah. So, so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that seems they to come be the out with a book, like this was my time with Donald Trump. But yeah. he, he, here's my my overall opinion on Donald Trump, honestly. Uh, and I know I've said this before off off mic, but I I don't think he's racist, honestly. I, I don't I don't think he's. I think that's a fair assessment. I, I don't think he's you know the classical racist that, right. that the the left will try to make him out to be, um, right. I think one. It's classless, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, he's a narcissist. Now, sure. he's a, a classic, like Narciss- the post boy yeah. for a narcissist. Um, right. And so he, I don't think he has an irrational loyalty towards, you know, being white or anything like that. I think he's, he has the irrational loyalty to himself. So to make sure yeah. that he always yeah. looks good and looks like the winner. And anything that goes wrong around him is not his fault. Right. And and that's just what what narcissists do. They never take responsibility for their actions,
1: right? Yeah. Unless it's, it's good an
0: excuse. Unless um, it's good. And so yeah, right. Unless it's good. Unless it makes them look good, then of course it was all me. If if something goes wrong, then it's somebody else. Like it was when he blamed Obama for not having you know a, a plan for him uh, to how to handle the pandemic, and they was like, no, you're a lie. We had a yeah. Uh, a whole thing a ready for you. They had a whole team. Yeah, like ready for you to to use in case of a pandemic because you know we don't want to talk about Obama went through um what was it Ebola Ebola that was Ebola bird flu yeah and and it, H1, Ebola N1. they had they only had like three
2: deaths three deaths in the whole country so
0: but it is is I I don't I think he played smart. Because he was a part of that crowd that antagonized and vilified Obama to white Americans because, you know, just like some of our classmates thought, you know, well, Obama's making America less white and this, that, and the third. And this is not, not necessarily an Obama apologist thing, but this is just what happened. This is how they mm-hmm. viewed Obama, where they thought that it was the end of America as they knew it. And sure, and, you know, he was going to take the guns. He was, he was going to issue martial law and do all these crazy things that, that Republicans were saying to their people. And Donald Trump just came in. It's like, hey, if you want to stop this, we need to make America great again. That was the dog yeah. whistle for. now. Nah, we, we need to make sure that America stays the way we want White again, yeah. White. Right. So it's yeah. like, um, but all in all, man, all right, look, look. Did you see the Rudy, Giul- uh, Rudy Giuliani? Uh, press conference
2: when he had uh, when he had I the hair dye comment. running down his yeah. face, bra.
0: Yeah. Listen, I, I looked, I was looking the at them heat. like, what is going on right now?
2: Hey, man. the heat was on, baby. <laughs> the heat, the heat was on. He couldn't stand up to the pressure. You know I what they say pressure? Pressure bust pipes or makes your hair I'm, die. Uh, I just couldn't, I
0: couldn't, man. I'm trying to find uh, uh, a clip that I can play without being some sort of being struck with any copyright stuff. Thanks, YouTube. But uh, <laughs> but man, man. Uh, well, he, here's the thing. Why I always thought Rudy Giuliani's a clown anyway. Of course, for those who don't know who he is, he was the mayor of New York that did the whole stop and frisk thing that that severely... Well, it's not even it's just blatant racial profiling. Of right, um, they swore up and down that it that crime declined when they did that, but there's no proof whatsoever to show that. It was just straight up racial profiling, and it was like ninety something percent of the people they stopped and Fritz were black and brown people, and sure. they arrested like seventy five of, of, of them. Oh, there yeah. So it just anyway, there's like I I never liked Rudy Giuliani anyway, and I wasn't even like that politically involved, but...
2: He's also a lawyer for the Trump administration.
0: Right. But it's like, what lawyer credentials do you have when you go up there and you tell people that (laughs) the Democrats hired some foreign uh, hacking service from Venezuela or China or something like that to, (laughs) to hack into the ballots and change the votes from Trump to Biden... Like you standing up there telling people that th- this is what they've done. Like, what are you talking about now? Well,
2: you know, you know where that thought process comes from, right? Uh, that thought process comes from, man, if we needed to swing this election, how would we do it? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's talking about the people he was going to call. Oh, man, we forgot to call him. Well, let's just blame the Democrats cause that's what we would have called. We would have uh-huh. called the Venezuelans. That's hilarious. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we would do, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. where they get their information from. But like, well, what have we done? Well, we had stolen it first, or what should we have done? You know, yep, they know they don't have to arrest the criminals, they know all the criminals, you know. Yep, that's just, that's just my thing about it.
0: That's a All right, look, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can see it, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
2: (laughs) I mean, he's sweating bad, man. Uh, And not one person went up and just wiped his face for him. Nobody. Nobody. If I was his man, I would have went up there with a knackle and wiped his face for him.
0: (laughs) Nobody was saving that man.
2: (laughs) What I'm telling you is supported by evidence. Uh, Republicans shut out in the city of Milwaukee and also in Madison. Republicans almost uniformly shut out from the absentee process, not allowed to inspect, not allowed to look at the ballots, vote. Think about that. 200% of the registered voters in the district vote. What does that mean? Took off all of his
0: social media. I can't, man. man. Oh, man. But here's the thing when it comes to all of this, these allegations. I think as of now, they filed 30 lawsuits. Sure. And they've lost, as of now, 29 of them has been proven to be false, debunked, thrown out, and dropped. Like, I'm not sure if they did win one. Let me see if I can look that up right quick. But, man... I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Give me a second. Um.
2: Well, and then also, the points of the lawsuit is to basically challenge a state's right to, uh, what do they call it, uh, when you have to certify the vote. Right, uh, yeah. You know, here you got the federal government telling states how they're going to run their election process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's so trivial because, what what is it? The I, I can't remember the amendment, but whatever the federal government doesn't cover belongs to the state. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I, I want to say the Tenth Amendment, but I could be wrong, so don't correct me on that. that that's but, what the internet's for. Let's let's see. But but that's that's essentially the whole argument of the Civil War was states' rights. Yep. Now it got covered up. And then it became, you know, it was that was the cover up to keep a slavery intact. Mm-hmm. But they won the argument when it comes to what states have rights
0: in the federal government. Yep. Uh, and just for the record Just for the record, you're right. It is the 10th oh, Amendment. Oh, 10th Amendment. Okay. Yep. The power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. It's the That's right. Amendment. But. So.
2: So I mean, so so basically, the whole lawsuit is they are trying to challenge when and how a state votes. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to yep. challenge. But and I I don't even see how judges can even
0: bring this to a court of law. But here, well, it's, that's why most of it's been thrown out because, you know, let's take it a step a step deeper. The only places. That they are trying to challenge. And I just want to hear what you think about this. Uh, the battlegrounds. The the so but there's only specific ones. Not right. not all the battlegrounds, but specific ones. Atlanta. Yeah. Philly. Sure. Milwaukee. Sure. Detroit. Sure. Those four places specifically. Now the, why do you the, think that? It, it, the thing that's in common with all of
2: those cities. Why do you think that? Is they Whatever are, you say. Uh, no, don't say
0: say they black. Look, okay, I, I, I look, Come look. On. I mean, it can't, it can't be just a coincidence. Oh, they just so happened to. Happen. Be black. You know what? Because to them, you know, you have to listen to the wording. They say, well, it's Democratic ran cities, right? right? It's cities that's ran by Democrats. Right. But those quote unquote cities
2: are overwhelmingly majority black. So what, what it sounds like, and then correct me if I'm wrong. What is this mm-hmm. is what it sounds like you telling. Uh huh. It sounds like you're saying the Republican Party did not expect black people to come out and vote in mass numbers. And when they did come out and vote in mass numbers, they didn't know what to do about it. So they tried to suppress the vote
0: to control the election. Uh, Well, you know, I mean, that's what it sounds like you're saying. saying. That's exactly what what it sounds like. You know, just to be honest. Yeah,
2: that's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, but... that's a lot of speculation, Raphael. I don't know.
0: Because like, cause if you make the accusation, then they going won't prove. Exactly. You know, but in, but I, I find it hypocritical to where they, they will press me. And it yeah. will be something that I am going to look into. I know, I know other uh, platforms are talking about the same thing. Um, but just, you know, I, I like to, one thing I've learned, especially in the last four years, is I will look this up myself. Because, you know, just far as I have no political affiliation. So, you know, I think, you know, both sides and both wings are full of shit. So I'm going to look this so, up. So but- I want to I wanna bring up uh, the lawsuit, uh, the Sharpie
2: lawsuit. You may have yeah. heard of this. Yeah. They were using the Sharpie yeah. uh, to do something or another with the votes. Uh-huh. So this was brought to court and filed on November 12th, uh-huh. right? And it got dropped, not because the judge dropped it, because the plaintiff withdrew the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another lawsuit for repacking. This was another Sharpie lawsuit. Or here's another one. Oh, here's one that got a ruling. The, what is this? This is Maya Familia Voter versus Hobbs.
1: Uh-huh. This came
2: in September. Two nonprofit voter registration groups, Arizona Coalition for Change in the Me Family Voter, filed a motion asking for voter registration deadline to be October 5th to be moved uh, due to COVID 19. As opposed to response, to Arizona Secretary Kathy Hobbs and the Republican National Committee, Judge Stephen, extended the deadline. Mm-hmm. So when someone did bring something of value, Mm-hmm. Based off of precedents and evidence, there was actual rulings. But everything else, Arizona De- Democratic Party versus Hobb, dismissed. Arizona Republican Party versus Forte dismissed. Uh. Yep. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Dropped. Dismissed. Denial. It's just it's, it's crazy. Like they're just wasting their time. Wasting
0: time or, well. For us, for the American people, yeah, they're definitely wasting time. But I think this is intentional. Well, of I, course, I, you know, of course, I, I I can't really say exactly what the end game was going to be exactly, but nah, this is this is definitely intentional. Like, i to doing- tell
2: you what the end game is. Here's
0: here, here's here's how
2: deep my conspiracy thought process goes. Right uh-huh. when we get to January, right, and we start to get into that transition process. The only thing that I can think of that will slow the transitional process is a national emergency or we end up going to war. So then Donald Trump's like, hey, I don't have time to deal with this election. I got to protect America. Uh I'm going to ask Congress to give me the power to stay in office for X amount of time. Yep because Congress is the only one that can really do anything mm-hmm. or possibly the Supreme court. But at that point, if it's a, a state of emergency, martial law, act of war, the Supreme court's kind of out of it at that point. Yep. Cause Congress is going to give them the power. That's you what know, I think the end game is.
0: You know what? I, I haven't flexed my conspiracy theorist. Brain yeah. That was out now. there. I put that one out there. Now that that one I know <laughs> I can see that happen. I can see I'm I'm not even I, I'm not even going to hold you. I can see that happening. Like something's going to happen. The way they thought that you know this COVID-19 stuff was a plan. Yeah. I, I think that they'll, they'll come up with their own plan. I think they're just buying, buying time.
2: Maybe they'll use COVID. They'll use COVID to call call in martial law. Yeah. and postpone the election process for X amount of time. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, any president who <laughs> won't <laughs> concede,
0: yo, how is that not a threat to democracy? Like, but here, but here is the thing. Like, going back to the, the, the narcissism thing, a, a big thing that narcissists do is they project. You know, yeah. they... They accuse you of doing things that they themselves they do.
2: Yeah,
0: and, you're absolutely right. And so they can conti- they continue to say they're trying to steal the election. They're trying to steal the election. They're trying to steal the election. Oh, this is a threat to democracy. It's a threat to democracy. Da 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 da. da. And it's like, but you're doing the exact thing that <laughs> you are accusing,
2: you're accusing them of.
0: Them of. Yeah. You're accusing them of doing.
2: And you're stealing, so, and then you're—he's <laughs> a thief. He's a thief, right, he's a thief yeah. but you're the one with the hand in the cookie jar. Exactly. Oh so, you got to—you got to be di- diabolical for some some stuff like that. So, that is diabolical.
0: So it was—it uh, it was just ridiculous. Like it, it's crazy. So here's like uh, breaking news, right? Uh, one of the ladies they had speak at the Rudy Giuliani thing. One of the ladies standing behind him. That was watching all that shit run down his face. Yeah. Um, she got up there and she spotted off a lot of conspiracy theories. And they was like, you know, they used the the famous name of George Soros and you know, him and the Clintons, and, and then she mentioned the Venezuelan conspiracy while there's this hacker group out of Venezuela that hacked American votes and blah 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 blah. hmm They fired her today. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. So it's like they, now she was supposed to be like one of the top lawyers uh, on this team with Rudy Giuliani. It was her, her name is Sydney Powell. Um, And she was the one that got up there to speak. Um, I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to bring up a little clip for her, which it doesn't even matter what she's talking about.
1: Massive influence, communist money (laughs) from Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China in the interference with our elections here in the United States. The Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. We have one very strong witness who has explained how it all works. His affidavit is attached to the pleadings of Lynn Wood in the lawsuit he filed in Georgia. It is a stunning detailed affidavit because he was with Hugo Chavez while he, he was being briefed on how it worked. He was with Hugo Chavez when he saw it operate to make sure the election came out his way. That was the express purpose for creating this software. He has seen it operate and as soon as he saw the multiple states shut down the voting on the night of the election, he knew the same thing was happening here, that that was what had gone on. Now the software... (laughs) Okay, like
2: Oh, I. <laughs> they act like they were there.
0: Here, well, th- this is what she's saying. She's saying that this random guy, this this guy, right, this whistleblower, was with this Venezuelan, you know, boss, dictator who, president, who, uh, <laughs> who created a system to rig elections in his favor. He was with him, and yeah. and was Hugo Tuesday. Chavez told this dude. Exactly how everything works. And then he finds himself in America. And then he sees this thing happen and says, oh, my God, they're doing it here. (laughs) Because he's so
2: concerned about the American election system.
0: Because he's like, listen, he he went to them and was like, listen, guys, Hugo Chavez. He (laughs) taught me about that system. He taught me. He showed me. I was his right-hand man, like I was his hombre. You know, yeah. I right? so it's like <laughs> this is how it works. This is what they're doing. And I'm I am i am sure this is what's going on because he himself told me all the way in Venezuela, this, yeah. this program is called Dominion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my question here's my question to the Republican Party. When he told them all this, didn't nobody say, So you're telling us you actively worked to conspire against your own country to, to commit voter fraud? And you want us to believe the words coming out of your mouth? Oh, but you're telling us that so we can rig the election for us. Okay, so let's just run it and tell everybody what you just said. Yeah. It does not work like that. Matter <laughs> That's of fact. all I'm saying, man. Listen, <laughs> matter of fact news. When news people put out news, right? Mm-hmm. You can't have one source. You know how many sources you have to have to put out a news story? You, you have to have, have two. Yep. You have to have two sources to put it on the news. Mm-hmm. The Republicans said they got one. Not yeah. not four or five. They got
0: one. But, but, but wait, 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 wait. They said he was a strong one, though. Like Of course. He's, he's a strong, strong witness. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's strong. He has intimate knowledge. Intimate. <laughs> he has made love he said, listen, 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 guys, listen, I know what they're doing because I rigged elections myself in the past. I was doing <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And they said, you know what? You are right when you can't trust them Venezuelans anyway. Take it to the press. <laughs> we have something here. <laughs> yeah, we got
2: it. We got the one guy who was in the system that we can talk to about how to rig elections. But, he just but, happens to want to talk to us.
0: But you know what? I wonder what happened. Because as she sat, sat there and said all of that, this was days ago. So, like, three days later, well, I, I guess she didn't get that Lazarus call. They put her in the dirt. She's out of there.
1: Yeah, you got to
0: um, burn them.
2: No. Got to burn them down. <laughs>
0: oh, man. So, look, look. Because it's too,
2: it's too radical. You can <laughs> only go but so far. Because then when people start fact-checking you, they start fact-checking yep. you, right? Yep. What's your answer going to be? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you, that means you've already told one lie. They caught yep. you in it. Now, guess what you got to do? Yep. Y- you got to lie again, but this <laughs> time you're not prepared to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't it, lie about the lie. You're not prepared. Well, ain't nobody that thorough. So, so the main the thing lie, you need to do. The lie for the lie and the lie for the lie, that's for the lie.
0: Yep. And so you ain't prepared for that. so the best thing we need to do is cut our losses, go ahead and put the yeah. propaganda out there, so yeah. we, we know people are going to believe it, so we're going to put it out there, and then we're going to let yeah. you go. So whenever yeah. y'all try to bring us up uh, and bring her up, we're going to be like, nah, well, we have no affiliations with her, nah.
2: She's a, she's rogue. Yeah, she
0: did she, that on she, her she own. She's a crazy person, you know? We but, only
2: told her where to find the information. We didn't tell her to put it out. <laughs> we didn't think she would do that. We just told her about it.
0: That is crazy, man. Yeah. Is Welcome crazy. to America. Ah, uh, America, like. And like I said, man, just, I, I didn't even want to talk so much about political stuff, but it's so entertaining, man. It <laughs> is so entertaining. Like, these nope. people are crazy. Yeah. Crazy, man. And, like, all of the, the, the projection, the gaslighting that's going on, that's what makes it so crazy. Like, yeah. you're doing something and then, you know, accusing other people of doing what you are actually doing. Like, man, who does that? Like... Politics is crazy. Man. It's a it's a great
2: uh, uh, process. I give them credit. It's very effective. Yep. The amount of people that they can indoctrinate doing this. I mean, it's it is ridiculous how people. I give you. I go back in time for a minute. Let's talk about when they say they want to take our guns. And, uh-huh. and I use this because when Republicans say this, it's almost like you want to slap the taste. Out of the mouth, yep. because there's no footage, there's no clip, there's no evidence of any Democrat in power saying we're gonna take your guns, right? And here, and here's the funny part, Rafael. I hate to say this, I hate to be the guy, Uh-oh. put this out there, right? What's up? The purpose of the Second Amendment so you can protect yourself from British forces, right? Mm-hmm. That was the whole point. Yep. Government tyrannical forces, right? Mm-hmm. The government today, if they wanted to come take your guns, they could take them with no problem. You can't have no hand grenades. You can't have no tank. You can't have no attack helicopter. They didn't have that when the Second Amendment came out. Yep. If the forefathers knew about weaponry today, they would get rid of the Second Amendment. They would. Yep. They would because yep. the weaponry is a thousand
0: times higher than what it was during, during their time. I don't, I don't know. Hold on, Craig. I mean, you, you start to piss some people off now. You, you start to piss people off when they're talking about, no, you're not going to take my guns. You're not going to take my
2: guns. Listen, no. I love my guns. I love my guns, too. Right. I do. But think think about it like this. If you're driving your car and you cross state lines with a weapon, guess what they can do? Mm-hmm. They can take your gun. Yeah. An officer doesn't have to have a reason to take your weapon. Right, he can disarm you at will. Why for his safety? Yep, he can, they can do that. Whether or not they give it back
0: is all trivial. Yep, it's,
2: it's like, all in
0: that, in that moment in time, you know, with that where a, a, a decision needs to be made. Yeah, he's yeah. taking your stuff. Yeah, your stuff will be taken. So, yeah, like, I, I get it. So, like, so, what you're gonna do? You're gonna have a shootout with the government. I, I can guarantee you that. Their firepower is a little bit more than yours.
2: You're not going to win a gunfight. No. Nah. It's not the same kind of gunfight. You can take my gun. They say it all the time. You can take my guns when you pry it out my cold, dead hand. Uh-huh. If they wanted your guns, they <laughs> would pry it out your dead cold <laughs> hand. They would. I'm not being funny. No, they did but it to the is Black true. Panthers. <laughs> they did it to the Italians. Mm-hmm. They did it in Waco. Mm-hmm. Any time the federal government says that they want your guns, they come in to get it. And if you don't like it, it's too easy. We'll send the army to come get it. Well,
0: yeah. Well, we, we got a, enough firepower that yeah. will undoubtedly overpower whatever you have. Yeah. Whatever you have, we will take it. But I, I found it very interesting. It's like just to kind of piggyback, and I'm not going to get too deep in it, in far as the Black Panthers thing, I found that funny. Uh, just the only time in history – the nra uh advocated for gun control <laughs> was when them niggas got them guns and went to the Capitol. yeah it's, it's all them niggas with guns and they said oh yeah. hell no uh-huh. we, had we gotta do something uh, we gotta, gotta do, do something about that <laughs> yeah but man all right okay okay all right so we, we good we good this political shit i'm pretty okay, sure go we're gonna have something else to talk about because crazy shit happens by the day so well,
2: we got we got Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas coming up.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So I'm trying to see what what the plans are. Well, here's our plan: we, we're working. Uh,
2: <laughs> yep, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm working right now. I'm off Thanksgiving.
0: Okay, see that that's the thing. Like, I'm off on Thanksgiving, but Wifey isn't. Wifey has to work. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll be uh you know doing the the Zooms giving thing is they're talking uh this year so I'll be hitting people up you know so if y'all ain't got nothing to do we might do a special Zoomsgiving. <laughs> zooms giving. zoom that might be pretty good um uh, sit here and uh eat some food and smack in the microphone all night but oh yeah oh uh, yeah but yeah same with christmas so like for the holidays like it's it's a rap like um I may go down. I I may try to hit up the hometown for for Christmas, but it it, it'll literally be, you know, go down and come back the same day. So but all in all, y'all, just stay safe. Just be safe. Like, um what regardless of what your opinion on on COVID 19 is, you know, because I see so many different polarizing uh, opinions on it, whether you believe that it's real, you don't believe that it's real, you think it's a government plot, or you think it's some has some sort of spiritual meaning where you think the vaccine is like the mark of the beast. i, I it's crazy when it comes to some of the people. And he's like, it's like, yo, bro, I grew up with you. What why do you think this has to do with some precursor of the mark of the beast? But okay, but anyway. Well <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, you getting into that indoctrination. Uh, it's, is, I uh, I don't think so. Y'all y'all are equating having to wear a mask before you go into various stores that require you to wear a mask as, you know, a, a chip or, or a mark of the beast. Like, okay, I'm gonna need y'all to calm down, to take a few steps back. Um, At the end of the day, so like for those who feel like it impedes on your freedom, like we just, I believe that we all can can agree on that we have the freedom and the liberty of life liberty and pursuit of happiness as long as it doesn't or isn't at the expense of someone else's so mm-hmm. like um i'll i'll go libertarian on this one it was like so libertarians they believe in freedom just freedom i just want to be free let me be free sure. so of course libertarians have a well i'm not feeling it too much because it, it, you know, I want to be free. I don't want to have to wear a mask. I want to be free, Well, cool. But if that's going to put someone else at risk, then bro, just wear, the, just wear your mask. Just so, So here I am on that, right? Mm-hmm. We
2: use this term free and freedom so interchangeably and so wrong. Yeah. You give up your freedom when you decide to be a citizen of any country. Because what you are doing is you're making a contract. I will play by the rules that you set forth Mm -hmm. and you will protect what we call freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I am free to do what I want, right? Right. Then that means I can take from you, kill whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So the government has to have a system to stop me from taking and killing you, right? Mm -hmm. And that means laws rules regulations mm-hmm. it is my choice to follow those laws rules and regulations yep so i am only free to the extent that the government regulates and controls me right so i don't i i argue with people when, we, when they say they're free you're not free because you can't do what you want to do no nope. you you have liberty to do what the government allows you to do. Because if you wanted to go and rob stores, they will do something to prevent you from doing it. So right. you're not free to do what you want to do. You have liberty to do what the
0: government allows you to mm-hmm. do. There, there are you know, boundaries that the government has set for us to live in. And as long right. as you in these boundaries, you are free to do whatever you want to do in those boundaries. As as in the confines of these, of the, the boundary that's been set. Right. still freedom, but as you say, that's that not freedom. freedom. That's, that's liberty. Because at any time,
2: the government can call martial law, which mm-hmm. can restrict your movement, which can restrict where you go. They can restrict where you work. They mm-hmm. can restrict who you communicate with. Mm-hmm. They can restrict how you communicate. So yep. you have what's called liberty. Liberty means they give you the freedom to move around, the choices to make. Facts. But you're not free. Yep. Check your ancestors. All right? They were bought and paid for. You're yeah. not free. <laughs>
0: no, nope, not so much. Um, so, oh, man. So, oh, this is my favorite time of the year. It's not yeah. necessarily the right, the, the exact time of the year. What is my favorite time of the year? It's the NBA offseason, man. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be short though. It's gonna be really, really short, but it's been hectic. Yeah. Hectic, man. It's like I don't even know where to start. Well, I will start I'll start from the top and work my way down. I see the Lakers reaping. I, I, I see the Lakers winning uh back to back.
2: Uh they I saw th- something about uh JaVel McGee got traded. Did he? They're see, making space look,
0: for Mark Gasol. I got – oh, wow. Yeah. See, I got to look that up, see. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, yeah. never mind. He just he just did it. Look, Gasol is with the Lakers now.
2: Yeah, it just happened.
0: No, yep. Just see, as we talk, like, that is crazy. So, yeah. I, 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 I like Javel McGee. I do, too. Yeah, they're, they're trading – oh, they traded JaVale McGee to the Cavaliers. What did JaVale McGee do to go to the Cavaliers? Oh, man. Oh, man. Why did he do that?
2: Yo, guess who's coming to the Los Angeles Clippers?
0: Serge, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka is going to the Clippers. I thought that was a really good move. I thought I thought they messed up, though. They should have went harder after Rondo.
2: Yeah.
0: R- Rondo should have been on the – if you have Rondo as your point guard, then you can alleviate the, the ball handling duties for Kawhi and Paul George, and get them set up in sets, and then you bolstered that down with Serge Ibaka, like, then I would take the Clippers a bit more seriously. But they don't have a real point guard. Now, they might, they might can still go after, like, a Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is still out there. The Lakers yeah. were trying to get him before. But either way, they got Mark Gasol. The Lakers are going back to the finals, man. I don't.
2: I don't know if I like Gasol over McGee. I mean,
0: he's so I, athletic. Yeah. So it's like, I I don't understand why because JaVel McGee was is, is. I think they'll buy him out. I, I hope. I hope so. I don't want JaVel McGee to to rot in. Um, to rot he's in going to Cleveland. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing about ja,
2: Javel McGee. He's not a superstar, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys, like, he can make a difference in the game just because of his athleticism. Yeah. He's big, he's long, he's aggressive, he he's, claims the boards, he'll dunk turned, on anybody.
0: Yeah, like, he's turned his whole game over. Like, the, the series clincher uh, against Miami in the finals, he had, like, 18 points and 20 rebounds or something like I, that. I'm telling you, he's a very athletic player. Like, okay, yeah, so, like, I get it, his – it you know, doesn't have the greatest IQ. Yeah, he's but, low basketball IQ. But you know, but I think you know from I think he shook he's shaking that a little bit. I I, I don't think because people just saw him as you know the, the dumb basketball guy who always ended up on in the fool, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think he's shaking that. So like I don't now nah, he's not like if he's on your team he'd be like oh nah they definitely going to the championship there. But he's someone when you have him there's like nah they he he will fill that position. And you can live with it. Okay, Javel McGee at the center. Okay, yeah, all right. You know, yeah, it's, it's I think he's the, solid. Yeah, he's not the best, but it's a solid spot. Yeah. And and I don't know. See, he's 32, but Marcus Hall is 35. 35. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's slow. Yeah, and he will be 36
2: in January. So. Yeah. Well, well, he's only averaging 7.5 points a game. I, I, I'm not understanding this trade. Well, it must have been an economical trade and not a – Skill trade. Well,
0: one thing I I can't say, far as Marcus saw, I know he's more skilled. But like I say he's slow, but he has been working on his three point shot, so he can't shoot the three a little bit. So, yeah, but,
2: but the Lakers got a running gun type of offense. Exactly. So I'm not. Why you want a center that can't get down the court? McGee can get down the court, and you my, can throw a lob to him from anywhere.
0: Right. Oh I don't know man, about that one. That's yeah, I'm not too sure why they went after him so hard. But
2: I, eh. maybe 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 it was a locker room decision. Maybe he was having a problem with LeBron or something like that. Yeah, possible. Cuz LeBron said you got to go. <laughs> yeah. You got to go.
0: Yeah, you out of there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm not too sure, but man, just uh when they getting Jordan Bale back from the clip from uh from Cleveland so I yeah. guess that that's you know he's a solid player but I don't know. I I I think they did Javel McGee wrong there.
2: It, I don't know. It's it's I don't think it's based off his performance. I think it's based off of something else.
0: Yeah. It, like it, it would have to be. It yeah. It will have to be. So so what do you think about addressing the elephant in the room? What do you think about the possibility of James Harden going to Brooklyn to team up with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? Sometimes you got too many guns. You know? <laughs> yeah,
2: I just, that's just how I feel. I love James Harden. I think he's a he's an assassin, but he's a one-show assassin. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, now you got so much firepower. Like it's just not going to work. It's not. It's not going to work because there's no way he's going to get forty points and Kevin Durant get ten points a game uh-huh. and everybody be happy. Yeah. So. And we've seen we've seen this kind of before in Oklahoma City, when we had this trifecta of firepower. It looks good, it plays good, but it's not a winning combination.
0: Right. It's but this is, um, literally, when they say, "Well, there's 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 only one basketball." In this case, yeah, there's only one basketball. Yeah. So, like, you, you can look to not even Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant showed that he can play without the ball and he can, he is extremely efficient where he'll get you 30 points off of 10 shots, you know? So, you know, and he's shown that when he was in golden state, the problem is you have Kyrie urban there. And if you want to know how it will go with Kyrie urban and James Harden, that that possibility, look at James Harden and Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook is essentially a Kyrie urban just without a jump shot. So Or or handles, but still, a ball-dominant, score-first point guard. So, it it didn't work with Russell Westbrook. It's not going to work with with Kyrie. Kyrie. And I think, honestly, if
2: I was Brooklyn, I wouldn't do it. Well, maybe they're going to do this. Maybe they're going to do this. Maybe Harden and Kyrie, one of them's coming off the bench.
0: And you know they're not going to do that, though. That's what I'm saying. Like you wait, you then you got too many guns. You can't the, shoot them all at the, the same time. Eagles, it's it's not gonna work.
2: Like you can't look. You you got.
0: not have
2: three guns. You can't shoot three guns at one I
0: time. No, but but hell, I know what Brooklyn like. Well, you better learn to shoot with your toe. You better put that <laughs> between that big toe and get <laughs> in there. Like but it's like, nah, man. Like there's no way that James Harden or Kyrie Irving. Is going to come off the bench? No way.
2: Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe uh, Kevin's coming off the bench. I don't see that happening. But <laughs>
0: like, well, here's the thing. I can see that happening only in like at the beginning of the season, just until you know it's clear he got his you know his rust shaking the rust off and stuff.
2: Sure, sure. But,
0: You know, once he get back in his groove, nah, Kevin ain't coming off no (laughs) bitch. So here's like, man, here's what I would do if I were to make such a deal. I would flip James Harden, honestly. If I was Brooklyn and I really wanted to make that trade, like I would – Oh,
2: using – using – give him to somebody
0: else. I'll flip him and and I will get a bunch of players because you're going to have to give up a bunch of players anyway – so and I would just get a bunch of players back, but I know that's gonna require so many moving parts, so it's gonna be damn near impossible. But I, I don't see that working at all. I think that's gonna be a disaster. I think it's gonna be uh you remember back when my Miami Heat uh was showing LeBron how to be a champion, and um <laughs> and Brooklyn rose up during that time to kind of challenge Miami when they brought in uh Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, yeah. and they got Joe Johnson uh they oh, yeah. Williams like they, they had like a, they had like a big four and then they had like Brook Lopez, so they, they had like a big four like the four all stars in their starting lineup uh, right but the problem is you know joe johnson he's a scorer he needs yeah. the ball paul pierce he's a scorer, he needs the ball now Kevin Garnett of course he's your anchor on defense and stuff like that, but you know he he needs his touches Darren Williams he was a score first point guard. So it didn't work. We knocked him out in like five games. You know, they have no match for Miami or whatever. And I'm right. just saying, if Goran Dragic was healthy and Bam Adebayo, you know, Miami would have beat the Lakers in seven. But anyway, um, but, yeah, I, I see it happening like that. There's just way too many egos and way too many ball-dominant people that's on that team. I don't think it's going to work. But, yeah,
2: uh, and, and plus it takes time to get the chemistry right.
0: Yeah, so but we'll see, it'll be interesting. <laughs>
2: That's the whole point. Interesting,
0: as for now, thank y'all again for uh, for watching. Be I sure to, it, you it's know, drop fun. a like, drop a comment, let us know what you think. Um, if you think we we tripping or we on to something, just yeah, let us. uh, and then you know, of course, again, stay safe, please be safe out there. And until next time, we'll see you again. Peace, love, all right, peace.